You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. I'm joined by Winter. It's time to talk about a film. G'day, mates. Kia ora, sir. How you doing? <laughs> good. I'm glad you're back in the studio. Oh, it's good to be back here. How was home time? Oh, home time was excellent. Good yep. to back, get back to the, uh, the the city of film in New Zealand, Wellington. Uh, that's right. That's right. It's not Queenstown. No, it's not Queenstown. <laughs> no, no. Not yet. Maybe. When well, the well big... Wanaka. Yep. They're building the big yep. thing. They're building the big thing. Who's all doing that? A bunch of them. Yeah. There'll be a big one. I'm sure they'll do lots of Amazon stuff, or they'll do lots of Disney stuff, or they'll, they'll find their niche. Just quickly, as a Wellingtonian, um, Wellywood, how do you feel about it? Wellywood, I I feel mixed feelings about about generally the film industry in Wellington. But just, I, I'm talking about just the name. Oh, the name? Yeah. Oh, I th- well, I, I don't want to be associated with Hollywood as such. I think we have an organic film industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just trying to hop onto the Wellywood name is a bit strange. But hey, we do make movies. You so do, that's true. We do make it the movies. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> oh, all those jobs you gave us and then ripped away. Yeah, that's right. Hey, cheers for getting rid of our rights. <laughs> really appreciate it, bro. No, unionising was never a good idea. You're right, Peter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How, how do things go in your early films, Pete? You know, mm-hmm. up and coming and support, you know, everyone supported you. Cheers, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Can't wait for the new avatars. No, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, speaking of New Zealand and film, there's a Kiwi in the film we're talking about. Sure is. Our, our old mate Carl Urban features in this one. So I, I I spent this week being pestered not to watch the movie I'm going to review, but to be watch the new Minions movie. And I can't lie, I want to get that suit on. I want to get oh. out to the theatres, get my suit on, be, <laughs> you be my gentle minion. On. And I tell you, if I do, if I do go watch it in my suit, I will come and review it in my suit. But I didn't find that time. So instead... I I thought about animation, and I thought about how it generally is one of my favourite styles of filmmaking. So I decided to transition and do this new Netflix animated film, The Sea Beast. Sea Beast is directed by Chris Williams, who has an impressive animation resume. Uh, he's either directed or worked in the likes of Big Hero 6, Bolt, Moana, Frozen, Emperor's New Groove, and a bunch more. He clearly knows his way around animation, and that shows in this film. I think with the animation, I appreciate how it doesn't go for the ultra-realism that I think Pixar is often leaning to as their technology gets more and more intense. That isn't to say that this isn't modern or stylistically impressive. Uh, Rather, it is just... It doesn't go for flashy animation and relies on using its animation to create scale and using that scale to craft beautiful shots that are what I believe to be the highlight of the whole film. The sea monsters themselves feel huge. They feel as you would want them to. They are a bit slow, they're lumbering, but powerful. I think it's similar to a film like Pacific Rim or Godzilla and any of the characters in that world. At times, they may look a little bit dopey, but it suits them. It's about the character of the sea monsters, and the animation suits that. Their gentle personalities uh, are underlying their perceived viciousness. And going from there, I think this film follows a similar trajectory to something like How to Train Your Dragon, which I believe is one of the great modern um, animated films. So that's just to say that the concept, it does, it's not completely original. 
this film isn't something completely new, and maybe in a year it'll be forgotten like nearly every other Netflix um, film. But for now, I think it's a worthy escape. It's come at the time of school holidays. It provides a simple story. It draws you in. It never gets too close to any huge ideas, but it does entertain them. And the message that underlies it, I think, is a good message. It's encouraging us to show respect to our oceans and the sea creatures in our own world. Also to understand that perhaps our battles with others may be dictated by ulterior motives of those above us. If I were to put my media student cap on real quick I would say that there are direct links between the treatment of sea me- the, the treatment of the sea monsters in the film and these links to colonialism and the effect on indigenous people but I won't say more and I think that's a conclusion others will come to as well but you're going to have to watch the film to figure that out I'll say that the comedy in the film hits, it misses, it does what it can and really that's just the nature of the script as a whole really Tonally, it shifts around the place almost as much as Carl Urban's accents. And at times, it, <laughs> it took me out of the experience. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, I promise you, you will be drawn back in by the sea beast and the gorgeous cinematography that provides such style to the film. If you have kids or you're looking after kids, I think this film will be a treat for both of you. It's not perfect, but it doesn't have to be. And... I will always root for animated films Mm. as they are often a disrespected genre purely because they are made for children, so to speak. But I can point to a ton of it. Think about like Spider-Verse, My Neighbor Totoro, Toy Story. Like these are all important films to me and I think in terms of filmmaking, they are some of the most boundary-pushing films that have been ever made. I always go to Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. So good. it's It's just like... You can consistently go back to it and find something new, mm. and and I think that the restrictions on normal filmmaking are not on animation. There is so much room to craft something completely original, and and films like Incredible show that. Yeah, totally, totally. I wonder if we think you know inside we're like yeah we love animated films, but on the outside we're like nah, I like gritty stuff because it's kind of like you know. A uh, little bit of maybe you're too old for that stuff attached to it. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, anime is so big again. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like anime is saying I don't have a huge breadth of knowledge. No, in, but it's such a huge industry and it does move far from child, children stuff. There's Attack on Titan, there's all this stuff that is brutal and it's made for an adult audience. Oh, so. well. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good film. But yeah, I mean, I haven't, fin- I haven't finished it. <laughs> I must be honest. But, um, you know, it, it's it's a film to watch for, you know, if you, yeah. It, that's what the good thing about film is, and there's so many out there now, and it's one of the good things about streaming services is love them or hate them. If you've got nothing to do, it's something to watch. There's something to watch, you know, even it's, if it's not the most, the perfect film, it doesn't need to be doesn't perfect. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't no. have to be. Just and, entertainment. Sometimes. Yeah, that's right. And this is well, well worth your uh, viewing time, I think. Uh, yeah, especially in time for the school holidays. So if the kids, especially this week, because it's going to be so rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an awful week on the weather. Yeah, Good day to right. stay and watch some movies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, well, thank you for coming in. Pleasure having you back in the studio, Winter. And we'll see you again next week. As always. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.